Sponsor Life with Brent and Jeff. Good evening and welcome to the Altar Life. Ooh, welcome. Guess, yeah. what, guess what, everyone? We're starting a brand new series tonight. We know you're excited. We're going to be going through Spotlight on the Psalms, a spotlight with a P before the S. The P is silent. <laughs> Thank you for being here this evening, The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. We are, like Jeff said, excited about another series, kicking it up, winding it up, and letting it take off a, a spotlight on the Psalms. <laughs> uh, going through the Psalms, we're going to pick out some great spots in the Psalms and just talk about them, and I think it'll just be awesome. The Psalms is chock full of amazing concepts and amazing truths about our God and um, the contemplations of David and others. And uh, just so excited to see what God wants to open up here on the altar life with the psalm. So, uh, Jeff, it's going to be a great series. Yeah, we're going to keep it loose. We're going to keep it fancy free. We're not going to go chapter by chapter. We might go to the end and then back to the beginning. You know, we're not going to um, plan it out as such. You know, some of the series we've done in the past have been no-brainers. The Beatitudes, you got to do all eight of them. You know, you can't yeah. jump from one to eight to six to four. You know, but with the Psalms, there's 150 to choose from. We're just going to kind of, wherever the Spirit leads. Tonight, we, we did think it was appropriate to start with chapter one, which we're right. going to do tonight in the episode. Where do you start? Appropriately enough, the start company the you beginning. keep. <laughs> the a song we played to start off the night is the title of tonight's episode. And we're going to be in Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. And um, just right off the bat, that's a good advice for anybody. You know, don't listen to people who don't believe what you believe. And I think a lot of times we can get caught up in the secular scene. And we get, our mind gets, you know, formed into the world's way of thinking. Like we try to put God in the world's mindset or the secular worldview and we think of God in that way and we allow other people to influence the way we think and the way we defend our faith and the way we represent Christ we allow that to impact how we live and that's not what God wants from us he wants us to live righteously and to not worry about those things and to be influenced by those outsiders if you will we say it all the time on the altar life here that God's kingdom and the kingdom uh, the kingdom of God is counterintuitive it's opposite the way the world thinks um, and that's how God designed it. And um, so if you're following the counsel of the world, you're going the wrong direction more times than not. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was a 90s flashback plastic by Reality Check. And we think this show is one big reality check. That's why we like playing that old band. And uh, that song is really appropriate as well because it talks about, you know, the friends that we have that are just fake have you ever seen you know some of those teen movies and stuff like that with the the plastics the people that are just so superficial and not real you can't you know when things go difficult in your life where are they where can they be found they're not there at all <laughs> you know they're just there for the party um, and when things go difficult or you know when being righteous you you know when you cho- choose ugh, choose to live a life of righteousness there's a lot of struggle with that it's not all you know r- rainbows and unicorns and you know birds flying and chirping and waking you up in the morning like a disney movie but when that stuff happens a lot of times the friends that you think you have because you've been hanging out with the wrong crowd they just disband <laughs> and they're like oh I'm, let's go find somebody else who's cool and that last song is, is is appropriate for that but that's 
oftentimes we surround ourselves with these quote unquote Christian friends that when things get tough, they're nowhere to be found. Yeah, it's like when the going gets tough, they uh, just take off. Yeah, (laughs) the friends get going (laughs) down the road, out of here. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, and it's so important to have those friends that are grounded in the truth. Um, I've got some friends like that, and it's awesome. Nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was on and on, all together, separate. And um, Psalm 1, blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. It's not saying, you know, you can't have uh, anyone who isn't saved around you because, you know, they're going to sneeze and, you know, they're going to pass the disease of worldliness and you're just going to get sick and die. That's not the point. The point isn't, you know, avoid people who don't love Jesus at all costs because we've actually been put here on this earth, right, to be a light to the world um with jesus's help of course and uh and the holy spirit but we've been put here to shine the light of jesus um how would we be shining the light of jesus if we weren't shining with the truth of god's word if we were trying to shine the life of Je- you know the light of jesus by telling them the world all the things that they've already taught us <laughs> i mean you have to have something different right um, to, to say, wow, look how different this is. God is so amazing because it's different than the world. And, um, you know, blessed is the man who doesn't follow the counsel of the ungodly, who doesn't stand in the path of sinners, nor doesn't, or doesn't sit in the seat of the scornful. They're not sitting in the places of the sinner. Um, they're not mimicking the sinner. You know, I think we try to, you know, there's this whole culture in Christianity where let's try to mimic the sinner so we can save the sinner. Um, let's try to mimic it to a point where we think our conscience goes up and says we're, we've gone a little too far. Let's just walk that line so that we can win the sinner over for Christ. Um, and the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible is actually teaching, blesses the man who doesn't do that, um, who meditates on the law of God day and night, who's washed by the word. Um, because then now you've got something to share. You've got something to be a light for. Um, you have a beacon to shine. And um, I don't know, it kind of makes makes complete sense to me, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty clear-cut in Scripture. A lot of times we can get uh, misconceptions about what God expects for us in the world, uh, especially when it comes to who we interact with. You know, we get so inward-focused. We talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, I think, on one of our topics. But we just, we're so concerned about what's going on in our life that we forget that there's other things around and we forget that God has placed us here for a reason. So we're not saying, you know, like Brent said, like this road was walked on by sinners. So like dust off your shoes and get out of here. <laughs> you know, it's not, we're not trying to keep you from getting proverbial, you know, sinful cooties, but <laughs> by like, oh no, you know, go and hide in your church. We don't want that at all. No. All right, that was a double play by Switchfoot. The second song was American Dream. First one was Company Plus Switchfoot. Plus Switchfoot. Silent P. <laughs> that we pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Someone's got to go back to Pophonics class. <laughs> Hooked on Pophonics work for me. Pophonics. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I just wanted to throw out an invitation for you to um, email us uh, and let us know how the Psalms have blessed you. Now we're going to be going through a Psalms t- series and it'd be awesome. Just, you know, if you've been a Christian for any length of time, um, 
you've, a psalm has probably ministered to you in one way or the other. And we'd love to hear about that, and we can even like share with everyone on the air um, what people have said. So, I don't know, something, something cool we could do. Joe from Reading says that Psalm 39 is cool. Yeah, something like that. That could be you, Joe from Reading. Could be you. That was More to This Life by Story Side B. And there is, people. There is? There's more to this life? There's more to this life than just getting by and sheltering yourself from the outside and being like a hermit that stays in your comfortable four walls of church and home. And bubble man. All. Yeah, that's what we become. We become bubble Christians. And um, I love how it says it walks not, it doesn't say who walks not with the ungodly. It says in the counsel of the ungodly that we're not allowing what the ungodly says and their opinions and their truths, quote unquote, to dictate how we live our life because we are committed to the law of the Lord. And that is what's leading and counseling and directing us. And one thing, you know, we'll probably no doubt do an episode on Psalm 119 and the importance of God's word and loving it and cherishing it. But that's the important thing. It says that his delight is in the law of the Lord. And there's a song coming up uh, pretty soon by For Him. We're actually going to play a For Him song on the Altar Life, believe it or not. They make a very, very rare appearance. But it's called Psalm 112, appropriately enough. Blessed is he who fears the Lord and finds delight in his commands. I think that's pretty appropriate because that's what it's talking about here. It's our delight. How, how many of us delight in what God says? It, sometimes we're like, no, not what, not what you want, God, what I want. Or what this ungodly person wants. We're sometimes afraid of what God's going to say because we don't think we're going to like the answer because we're <laughs> just, we just want what we want. Um, it was funny. You were, you reminded me of something, but, um, you know, in the verse three where he says in this, in this chapter, he says, he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water. And he describes, um, the benefit and what happens when you meditate on the word. The word of God is our sustenance. It is the thing that keeps us planted in the ground. You know, the contrast, this is a chapter full of contrast. It's the law of the ungodly and the law of God. And the contrast here is that the one who whose law is, is um, we delight in his law and God's law, the person who does that is planted. Um, and their feet are, are <laughs> planted in the rock. And when the storms come, they don't wither away, they prosper. Um, and the contrast is the opposite for those who follow the ungodly. So which one do you choose tonight? You know, that's the challenge. I think that sometimes we get, we can read the Bible and we see like sinners. Yeah, boo. And then like righteous. Yay, me. But I, I think something that we see throughout the scripture is that God is very concerned about how his people act. Yep. And we see it in First Corinthians where Paul says, listen, when I told you to stay away from the sexually immoral and the covetous and all that stuff, I wasn't talking about unbelievers because that's their MO. <laughs> you know, like if you were to get away from those people, you'd have to exit the earth. That's, that's a little paraphrase, but that's what he says. You'd have to get out of the world. He says, no, I'm talking about the people that call themselves Christians and are behaving that way. And I think we can take this Psalm and apply it that way as well. When you are surrounding yourselves with quote unquote Christian friends and they're not uplifting you, they're not edifying you. When was the last time you talked to them about what God was doing in your life, you know, are those friends really worth it? We, we are so afraid of losing those people that have done nothing to edify us or improve our life or our relationship with God. But we stay away from the people that God has called us to minister to. It's something to think about that we got to be careful who we surround ourselves with. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. 
That was House of Heroes, Babies Are Red. One of my favorite songs. Prince, like, why do you pick that song all the time? Yeah. But I Jeff say, actually hey. is a communist, communist of heart. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's a song about a guy who falls in love with a communist girl during the war. And he knows he shouldn't be in love with her because she's the enemy, but he just can't help himself. And that's kind of what this episode's talking about. How? <laughs> I don't know. Something in there about righteous, sinful. You know, it's in there somewhere. Oh if you look really hard. Anyway. I'm thankful that it's the unbelievable segment. Like that song. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, unbelievable. We're talking about uh, recently my family and I, we, the kids, we strapped on our backpacks and we went to the woods and we actually took a hike. And, um, well, I don't know if you take a hike, but we went on a, we went on a hike. I in, take a hike. In the woods. At other people's instruction. Often. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so we thought, you know, how unbelievable is it to actually get out there and take a take a walk in the woods? And of course, that just is another name for a hike. Yeah, a walk in the woods. <laughs> um, but you know, I always like when we're going somewhere and we we're trying to get to a place that we saw on the map at the beginning of the hike. And it's like, oh, you just got to follow that little path all the way down there, and then you get there, and it's cool, and then you walk back. <laughs> and it always looks so much shorter on the picture until you start walking. And you're like, whoa. This that picture was not to scale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just really had to fit that on an eight and a half by eleven folded in half. Totally. <laughs> They're like, it's not like every mile is one centimeter or something yeah. like that. Like a map, it's just like a it's a novelty map that you can like take your picture with. <laughs> and it looks like just a nightly little, little road. It, they don't actually show you that like three quarters of the way is actually up a steep hill. Yeah. <laughs> and they neglect the crevasse that is like or the gorge. That you have to, like, rappel down. <laughs> they, they just forget that part. I don't get hiking. People are like, oh, I love hiking. Really? You love putting on wool socks in the summer and just <laughs> putting heavy things on your back and walking for fun? <laughs> I mean, it, it just boggles my mind. Now, it is good exercise. I will give you that. Um, <laughs> okay. But <laughs> exercise is not fun either, but you got to do it. Sometimes it's not fun. But if, unless you want to be roly-poly... <laughs> You know, you got to strap on the boots and go. So, but, Jeff, what are you trying to say? That you, you're not a big fan of hiking? Nah. <laughs> I'm a bigger fan of hitchhiking. That's a whole other unbelievable topic right there. <laughs> <laughs> Putting your thumb out on a highway gets you a ride. Thumbing it to town. Have you ever done that? No. I can't say that I ever have. I'm tempted to do it right this minute, actually, <laughs> just to see. Just to see if it works. Wait, Jeff, come back. Wait. <laughs> if you're driving down the road. Look for a slightly stout man with a very hairy face. That could be me. You could be picking up Jeff from the Ultralife. People, I think he's actually going to do it. (laughs) See you on the other side. All right, that was The Outsiders by Need to Breathe, and we are well into hour two. We kicked off the hour with Worldwide Socialites Unite by All Star United. Unite United. Wow. It's all about unity. And uh, what I like about that song is talking like, let's not talk about anything real. Let's just be superficial and just be popular. It's a great song. Also, United always finds a way to take a serious topic and put it in a picture that makes it so ridiculous that you're like, wow, is it really, is that really how I am? That it's that that obvious and ludicrous to everybody else? And they're great for that. Anyway. Yeah, I appreciate them and their perspective on the world and themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they don't take themselves too seriously. No, they don't. Even though they give off the impression that they do. Yep. I remember I'd go into their concert like way, way back in the day, and they opened the concert by saying, 
we are the world famous all-star united <laughs> they were like self-proclaiming themselves and they yeah. were just starting it was really yeah. funny and on their one song on their album it says ladies and gentlemen the greatest band in the world all-star united it's just brilliant <laughs> yeah it's anyway. kind of like the ultra life in a lot of ways yeah i think we talk that's about our ourselves. model yeah open ourselves up to tear ourselves apart yeah that's yeah. right <laughs> that's if all you don't like it too bad turn the channel but you don't like it you love it <laughs> and we've been talking in um about psalm 1 and um, blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly and the contrast between following the law of the land so to speak instead of following the law of god and the and the differences and the and the, what the fruit is of that decision and um you know we just heard a couple songs back the outsiders by need to breathe and you know, because the world is marching in a direction, you know, like I think of those shirts with all the fish swimming in one direction and then there's the one fish who's going against the flow yeah. uh, those classic, <laughs> that classic Christian t-shirt. Um, and so we feel like we're the outsider sometimes because we're going the opposite direction. You know, the Bible says, you know, love your enemy and everyone at work is hating their enemies or um, everyone at school is hating the people that hate them and you're being challenged to love them in Christ. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm the outsider here. <laughs> I'm just following the law of the Lord. But um, the benefit, the thing that the Lord promises is that he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. Sometimes it's not the season to see the fruit. So, you know, sometimes the fruit comes later. And in the moment, it seems, you know, like we're, we're ridiculous and we're foolish in the world's perspective. Um, but they don't see the end. God sees the end, and he preserves us to see the end um, to where the fruit is obvious in the world. Um, you know, and that's what we've been talking about, being a light, being being different, living the altar life, so to speak, um, living out loud for Christ. It means following, not following the way of the law, the, the land, but following the, the law of God. Yeah, I think that you hit it right on the head when it says the fruit in its season. It's yeah. not the same season that we like sometimes because we're I'm famous for... That person's wicked, and they're look how fruity they are. <laughs> you know, they're just covered in fruit, and I'm like scraping up seeds, trying to make something happen. And um, it's because God is outside of time. God's not; he's not limited by like, oh man, the clock is ticking. I got to get this guy some fruit, or else we're gonna have to cut him up and start over or something. You know, too many uh, gardening analogies. I got to move on and fruit. <laughs> but. Uh, it's true. Like, I think a lot of times we are discouraged from behaving the way God has called us to behave because we don't see the immediate result. We don't see like the instant gratification that we're so used to. Uh, where no, nowhere does it say that that's what's going to happen. He said he shall be like this. The, what is a tree other than something that is fixed and solid? And as it's planted by the river, it grows and it, the roots spread out even more and it becomes more established. It's a time process. It's not like plant the seed out comes the tree and then the water from the river just gets sucked up into the roots because it's so vital you know it's not like that it's a process that was cross my heart by nevertheless and that's a cool song because it talks about you know how people trying to help it's more like suicide sometimes he says and uh the more hands we allow in the mix the more counsel that we get from man just makes a mess <laughs> it's yeah. like i just need to get out of here you're the one who makes all things new you're the one who i should be leaning on and relying on for insight and counsel and um what other thing than his word and yeah. uh you know we want to rem- remind you to check out our website www.thealterlife.com where you can find out more about what it means to live the altar life and 
listen to past episodes, get caught up with what we just did a series, our Back to the Basics series. And, um, you know, there's some episodes still up there for that. So please check that stuff out. Get caught up with that. Um, if you are a new believer, it's a great tool to use the Alter Life to download some of the content to, uh, to encourage yourself. Thanks for listening to our friends Brent and Jeff on the Alter Life. They rock! All right, that was So Help Me God, Fire Flight. And I love how um, this psalm ends. We've been talking about the difference between following um, the law of God and the word of God and following the, the words of men. You know, but the, the, the last verse is great because it says, For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, and the way of the ungodly shall perish. You know, the end of the road, God knows the way the road goes, and he knows where it ends. And he knows which where each path goes and where each path ends. And he's warning us that, you know, the way of the ungodly is perish, is, is shall perish. It just ends in disaster. Um but he knows and sees in the way of the righteous. You know, uh, Jeff, you said it. Like, he doesn't, you know, if you look at, think of a parade, he's not sitting on the sideline watching the parade go by. He's at the, he's above the parade. He sees the beginning. He sees the middle. He sees the end. He sees the whole thing um, because he's above time. You know, he's not constrained by time. He sees the entire picture. Um, wouldn't you want to trust the God who saw the whole picture? as opposed to trusting an ungodly man who just knows what he sees in front of him. Um, you know, when you put it that way, it's like, well, why would I ever <laughs> follow man? It just seems ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and frankly, it is. But we still get caught so get caught up so often following the wrong thing that we find ourselves starting to perish. And we go, oh, man, you know, what was I doing? What was I thinking? Why was I doing that? Why was I following that concept or that... You know, and you, you watch these wacko TV shows about these guys who trip, trick these people into these really weird, like, almost false gods and false religions. And you're thinking to yourself, how do these people get wrapped up in that? You know, they started following the wrong thing. And we love to follow stuff. That's, we all, we're all sheep. We're trying to follow something. Um, and the warning here is, you know, all that ends in perish. That, that's all ends in, ends in hell, really. Yeah. And um, But the law of God and the, the path that God laid out just, ends in heaven and ends in glory and um god will sustain us in that path yeah i I was talking to a guy at work and and we were talking about how how desperate we are sometimes you know we're instead of being content with where god has us we're so desperate for like the next we want an immediate answer and you know we'll take whatever we can get you know like often like if you're desperate for a job you just take the first one that comes along you know that type of attitude and it might not be what's best for you but when you're in a place of contentment and something comes along you're able to to find out and weigh the options and see, you know, count, you know, seek God for counsel and say, God, what am I supposed to do in this situation? And it's so, there's so much more peace involved because God's like, I know the outcome. If you're so desperate to find out what God has for you, then you're going to make the wrong decisions and listen to the wrong people. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Disciple Southern has- Hospitality. <laughs> I was like trying trying to get my southern flair on but that just really <laughs> bombed then I I am the for everyone's information a little piece of Brent I am the worst at imitations everything I do sounds the same every imitation I try sounds sounds the same I'm not going to just I'm not going to show you that I'm just going to let you take that file that away as good general Free information yeah Bill Cosby go Hello. Somebody else. <laughs> I couldn't think of another celebrity. Yeah. No, I, I'm bad My at it. My mind went completely blank. 
like Bill Cosby, the first celebrity I think of. I'm amazed at people who can just you know mimic anybody and it's just like what? My brother's like that, but yeah. his impressions are more people that are in our circles. Yeah. So you probably wouldn't like it. Like if I was like the gifted impressionist, my brother, come to the altar life and fill in. You'd be like, you'd be like, this, this is this guy I know. And he would do the impression. You'd be like, that's not funny that's at nice. all. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> it's more like inside kind of a thing. Inside joke stuff. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious to me, man. <laughs> he can actually do this entire family I know. He knows. He can do the mom, the dad, the sister, the brother. It's excellent. Anyway, shout out amazed. to my brother. I'm just amazed at how, uh, how some people can do that. Some people, you know, God has different gifts for everyone. Mine was not mimicking yeah. people. Some people have the gift of mind. Yeah. Which isn't talking at all. Brent and I don't have that. And sometimes <laughs> we wish people had the gift of mind so they wouldn't talk at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we've been talking about, you know, I've been blessed by this, just challenged. Um, you know, there's different times in our lives where we look for counsel. You know, we're just at a place where, you know, there's a there's a decision or, you know, we have a point where we need to go a different direction or a, the same direction. And... Um, I think we're all at that point, at some point in our lives, you know, and we have a choice, you know, we can take a vote, we could do the whole democracy thing, what do you think I should do, what do you think I should do, and then, you know, well, six out of ten dentists chose Trident, so we'll go with that, <laughs> you know, you could go that direction, um, where you could seek the Lord, and um, obey His His word, and trust that He's going to let you, He's going to lead you down the right path the one that the Bible says in this verse he knows the way of um, or you can just you know follow a friend because you trust him and uh, and then when he steers you wrong you can blame your friend um, which isn't really going to get you anywhere so you know there's a lot of options and we tend to waffle and choose um, incorrectly sometimes and uh, sometimes when we're desperate we just want someone to tell us what to do and you know, there was one time in my life where my parents got divorced and I just wanted some direction. And so I asked my pastor, I was like, hey, tell me what I should do next. Well, how should I handle this? And he just like pointed to the word of God and said, read. And I was so mad <laughs> I, at the time because I wanted him to tell me what to do. And he Five did. Five key steps yeah. to make everything okay. How to feel better. What do I do? <laughs> and he just said, you know, seek the Lord and spend time in the word. And I was like, ah, that's such a Christian cop-out answer. <laughs> but, you know, taking him at, you know, that, that was actually very wise counsel in the sense that, it got me on my face before God, seeking the Lord and asking the Lord, what do I do? And um, I can say that God ha- was faithful, and He always is faithful when I when I choose that direction. Um, so, you know, just to throw that application point out to anyone who's listening tonight, um, you know, what path are you deciding? How are you living your life? Is it to um, make your friends happy? Is it, um, are you just trying to trust the people that even your parents sometimes um, don't really know? <laughs> Um, although if you're if you're uh, you also have a biblical commandment to honor your father and your mother, um, but seek the Lord. The Lord is the one who knows the answer, and He can see the path, and sees where you're going, and um, He is always faithful to show you the right way. And um, you know, there's many times I wish I had chosen that path um, and not got myself into some trouble. And uh, so that's the encouragement tonight. That was casting off by this beautiful republic. Just get rid of those bad influences and those friends that you have. Just get rid of them. <laughs> That's basically the episode. No, I'm just kidding. How to be a loner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loners for Jesus. Whoop, whoop. Um, I was just thinking, like, what's wrong with this society and youth in general? <laughs> uh, they, they're they all Dr. Phil. They all just run around and like, 
I'm going to go talk to my... I have this problem. I can't talk to my parents about it. I can't go to the church about it. I'm going to talk to my friend who is 13, just like I'm 13, and they're going to know what to do. And this, guess what? The friend that you have, they're not seeking God about it. They're like, well, I think you should just like go make out with her because that's the cool thing to do. That's the advice they give. Or I think you should just do this because it works out for you. Doesn't matter if it hurts anybody else. There's so many things out there. And the, and it all starts with who we surround ourselves with. Are we surrounding ourselves with godly counsel? And ultimately, are we in, you know implanting the, the pure, true word of God into our hearts so that when things come up, we... We're like, oh, I just, I know what, what God wants me to do. It's in his law. It's in his word that I've been studying and cherishing that has nourished my heart and soul. Or are we like, well, John Higgins said that I should do this. So if you're John Higgins and you're listening, I, I don't know you, but <laughs> uh, and you didn't tell me to do anything. But for, ex- you know, just in, for example, like who are we allowing to surround us and influence us? And is that what God wants for us? Is that what God has called us to? Especially in the church and who we surround ourselves in the church. Are they people that are going to lift up and edify and encourage us to seek God and not seek our own opinions and our own advice? And, you know, like Brent said, it sounds like a cop-out answer to go to God with your problems. But why would you want to go to people who have problems to solve your problems? They can't even solve their own problems. (laughs) Anyway. So true. So true. Jeff, we're out of time. I went way out of time. <laughs> I just had to get that out. It was all my hard good stuff. I think it's been a great topic, and I um, hope we're all hope the next Psalm episode uh, is as good as this one. <laughs> so until next week, be cool, cats, and live for Christ. Mm-hmm.